So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the home of happy hour, the most unique radio show and podcast heard of its kind. When on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and where at? At 91.5 FM WPRK, the best in basement radio. You can find our past and catch up on past episodes at www.homohappyhour.com. I am your host, DJ Crazy JC John, and we are in episode number 93, coming along. Yeah, hear him over there today with me is Tom the Elderberry. Hey, hey, hey. Namaste. Nam- yeah, namaste. You know what that? <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know if I want to say that. Cause gay, that oh, namaste. In Spanish, that's saying uh, no more gay. <laughs> oh, oh, mucho gay. Yeah, mucho gay. Mucho gay. <laughs> Mucho okay. Mucho How are okay. you doing? I'm good, girl, but I'm hot, honey. I it's so Sissy, hot we outside. need to go back to that parasol idea. Yeah. Whew. I yes, I think Whew. parasols are very underrated, and we need them more, especially if somebody would make a parasol with little um, battery-operated fans and oh misters. My God. Can you imagine? Yeah, it's be- we need them. Get them yeah. in time for Gay Pride. You'll yes. sell out. Yeah, get them in time for our local pride. Pick a shopping cup of, cart up off the street and just get you. Because even Mr. when we have our local pride in Orlando, um, in October, it's still sweltering hot those days. It's usually ninety. Yeah, I hope it's as nice this year as last year. I will say I have been using the the. Um, um, Orange County Pool for G- Fort Gatlin, which is right t- a block and a half from my house. I've been using them a lot. I've been going over there every day because the f- water just feels so nice and cool. It's too hot. I can't deal with all the kids. <laughs> they blow for 15 minutes. Skating. Yeah. Yes. Well, Skate him around. A lot of people. Who, right. He doesn't no, run a scooter. No. no. Oh. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. I mean, a scooter, the kick scooters. Oh. I wouldn't even put her on one of those because yeah. she's one of those people that if something's going to happen, it's going to happen to her. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, yeah, we've been we've been like away for two weeks. Last we week, a I week had a man. The whole world changed. A, a, a total change. Total change. Roe versus Wade. Then Clarence Thomas's opinion. Locally, last night, 4th of July, and last night in Lake Eola. I mean, and if nobody's heard about what's happened last night at Lake Eola, there were some, well, the fireworks, not the Lake Eola fireworks, but someone else was setting off different fireworks around there, and people thought it were gunshots, so they ended up being a stampede at Lake Eola. Yes, I had, a fr- I had friends that were caught up in it, and that's when I posted the uh, avoid the band shell. Yeah. Because they broke away from TV. They stopped showing everything. Yeah. And yeah. Get the information out there. Uh, you can't, you know, anymore the way the world. I know that was stampeding. And, and you're caught in it. You have to move or get trampled on. This is when I love that my um, hermit kingdom. 
yeah and agoraphobia <laughs> kicks in mine, mine too i was like whenever i heard 200 people 200,000 people mm. oh no oh no because it was what 101 yesterday with the heat factor yeah no i know it's all asphalt and glass down there yeah it's sweaty and there's not, not really many places to get shade at Publix beer aisle <laughs> that's my favorite place to go for shade and air conditioning yeah, absolutely pick up another six pack and go back to the lake right right yeah it was really hot but wow they did and and it took a while because they were uh delayed and put in doing the fireworks i think that was the ignition thing and i went to one before that they had a problem with the ignition thing and then they were able to fix it yeah yeah it got fixed it got fixed real fast actually by nine it was like a little after nine thirty. were you watching the channel six fireworks thing? yes did you love their tap dancing and vamping yes. routine? Because they did not know what literally. Ginger right. gave her that look like, she's like, I'm not going to tap dance. Yes, I was looking for, um, uh, watching for Trooper Steve and hope, hoping that he was on there. Because they did it for the last, uh, for um, New Year's, for the fireworks there. They had the whole morning crew from Channel 6. And we all know it's no secret that I have a little bit of a straight crush on Trooper Steve. <laughs> I think half of Orlando has a crush on St Trooper Steve. Yeah, Steve Montiero. Yeah, every morning I turn on the news just to watch what's the honk and. What the honk? Yeah, what's the honk? That's whenever like people that do things that are like vagrantly against the law, traffic law, and they send in pictures and he's like explains, no, this is not right. Like people parked, uh, people parked sideways in a parking lot, taking up two or three different um, disabled spots. That's just He's like, in what world? It's bad enough that you're not disabled yourself, but you're parking and you're taking up three disabled spots. Right. You know, sideways. What the honk? What the honk? Yeah, I love the name for it, too. He's, he's my crush. I'm okay. It's just a lot and 16th anniversary, 16th year of my mother's passing. It's never an easy, never gets easier. You just learn how to cope in different ways. But also on the 16th, I also lost a friend in a hit and run, a close friend. And then my father on the first calls, and he's in the hospital with some serious heart stuff going on and needing a bypass, needing up to five bypasses. So. One thing is grief is in different ways that there's not one specific way to grieve. No. Um, um, with my friend Patty, actually Patty's, she hasn't been on the show, but in, when we were originally in the studio and we had couches behind, she would come to the show with me and she'd sit on the couch with us. Um, but like with her, it was two days of shock. I, I really didn't, I still haven't grieved it. I'm just shocked over it. Um, it's horrifying. Yeah, the way, and it brings up from it brings up Chelsea from 2016, who was who died the same way. And so it really brings up a lot of past stuff. But I mean, I, I and I, I'm handling it. I'm not more worried about. So grief, my first one. Sorry, exhausting. Kids are absolutely exhausting. <laughs> my my uh, great nephew. Is nine years old. He's autistic, and he operates at like a six-year-old level. 
and oh my gosh, he's so exhausting. He asks questions. Everything is questions, and everything is why. If after you know answer his question, then it's why. Um, but we found a way around that. Oh. Alexis. Put Alexis in front of a kid that asks so many questions. Let them ask Alexis all the questions. Alexis, what time is it? Alexis, what's the weather in Michigan? Alexis, what's the weather? I mean, he went through every state asking the weather. So I, we just fabulous. put him in front of our Alexis. So there you go, people. If you have kids, one way to keep them entertained is to give them an Echo, an Echo Dot, or Echo Home. Give them in an Echo, an Alexis, and let them go to town with all their questions. And it saves you time because you can get housework done, you can get stuff done while they are so entertained. Get a set of encyclopedias from like Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Make them read it out. No, no. Yeah, because they won't do it. He doesn't like reading. No. Nope. He, that's his hardest thing. He's, he's such a whiz at math. He's, he is a whiz when it comes to math. But reading, because he, he also has ADHD, so it's the boring. It gets boring. He has to have something constantly at that moment. Yeah, peaking stimulation. His yeah, that stimulation constantly. But what are your two things? Well, my second one ties in with your first one, with your last one, uh-huh. which was spend quality time with people that you love. Yeah. Because I was around uh, my brother-in-law's kids and their kids. So my brother-in-law has a, a screened-in pool. Uh-huh. So the temperature of the water is not the same as a normal pool. Right. So the kids were in the pool, and they turned into little popsicles. Uh-huh. And it was lovely. Are you wanting to get out of the pool? No. And their ch- lips are <laughs> chattering, and they're blue. <laughs> and then my first one, which was actually my second one, uh-huh. is it's always enjoyable to take somebody to a new experience. Yeah. We, you cannot. They give good visuals. Their concert is an experience. Yes. And everybody seemed to be in peak form mm-hmm. for the show. Mm-hmm. It was just ridiculous. It'd be like major, uh, yeah. But it wasn't like a concert concert. It was more like a symphony where after each song there would be like polite applause. Yes. And then the lights would go down and the next thing would come on. Yeah. I wished it would run here for like a week. That's neat. Right. It was really neat. I know a lot of people that wanted to go, but you were the only one I know that went. Well, we had tickets for the original one in 2020 that they finally canceled like nine months in. And then whenever he came, they said, here's the password if you want to try again. To get your tag. Did they give you a refund on your tickets? Or did oh, they yeah. Just... They gave you their money. Oh, okay. Yeah. After nine months, they're like, this isn't happening. Right. Yeah. COVID. <laughs> but because of COVID, I got way better seats. <laughs> yeah. That's great. And some of the people around the edges, it was so bassy because there was remix live in yeah. the room. There's a sound guy in there. Yeah. You would have loved it. Jezebel, my, oh my gosh, I would have gone if I would have known they were going to be there. I think they're coming. Their perform. Oh, the, their performance has already happened. Yeah, they were at um, Will's Pub. It was like a week ago. Yep. Last weekend. Yep, I, I saw the pictures. And I was like, oh, man, because I love Gene Love Jezebel. I've seen them whenever it was both my with both of the twins. I've seen them before. See, I've seen them in Pittsburgh. I've seen them in Orlando here. We get good shows here. 
We're yeah. very lucky. Yeah, Orlando really does get good shows. So, yeah, locally, all kinds of stuff has been going on. Yeah. There's also, um, uh, just coming up, like tonight on, and on Tuesday nights, you can see April Fresh and Twyla Holiday, I believe it is. Yes. Over at Secrets Hideaway. Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee. And you can also, Wednesdays, there's Mangoes. Oh, yes. On iDrive with Tora Hyman. There's um, Tuesdays. There's Twisted Tuesdays at Southern Nights. There's, it, it's all nightlife stuff that we always talk about. But Saturday, there's Baronte and Tavares at the Dog House. At the Dog House, yep. And that's, Did you see her 4th of July at all? Yes. I, you know, I almost died. Beyonce always, she doesn't wear the same outfit. You'll never see her in the same outfit that she's worn before. Everything is absolutely original. Love him. So do I. But so standing talented. in the shower, it was like that video. I'm like, is, it, is there anything going to ever happen with this? Right, right. And then when it did, I was like, I'm really not ready for all of this. Right. It's a very committed queen that will be in a shower with her shoes. Yes, very. I love Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce is going on. Um, every other Tuesday at Savoy at eight p.m. is the uh, open mic comedy, or no, it's comedy. It's not open mic. Grumpy's on Mills is having a, a com an open mic comedy night. Coming I saw up. that. Yeah, and they even have drag shows there. Um, I can't remember. De- Deja Moon performs there. I know. They're doing an open mic night after like three performers at the Wren Theater. Oh, that's now two nice. on Monday. I like open mic nights. It's always interesting. It's yeah, yeah, but it's a good place for people to cut their teeth. That's kind of like Savoy, who or before they or part place that you cut teeth at for comedy. Use of, yep. On I, open I think mics. Brandon's doing a fabulous job with the use of that space. Yes, yeah, because it's in the Starlight Theater. Right. Or is it, do they call it the theater or Starlight Room? Starlight Room. Starlight Room. Yeah, because it's not really a theater. You it's could make theater. it. Yeah, you can make it one. Yeah, but it's better that you can move things around. Yeah. Yeah, and you can just, for the backdrop, would make the big screen for you. Oh, that's a good idea, Brandon. Hey, we said it first to you at Savoy. On oh, some nights, you can do movie nights and bring a big screen down in the Starlight and have a movie night and have a drag queen talk about it, which happens. Um, Tora Hyman does that at Screams and what's it called? Downtown Screams and Queens, I think. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah, which is a ha- uh, Halloween-themed bar club, which I think is so cool. No, there used to be the Christmas one down there. I think it's so Yeah. Here. Yeah, there was a Christmas one. There used to be the 80s one, Joysticks. Um, um, but the Halloween, and what the one, Terror on Church, used to be down there, too. Which oh, was, my God, that was so long ago. That was a long time ago. But they didn't, they didn't reopen it until just recently. They, it stayed Terror on Church for a long time. Yeah, and then all the buildings shifted and changed. Oh, and by just recently, I mean like in the last 15 years. <laughs> Right after the Big Bang, not, <laughs> not the original one, the one downtown. Yes, yes. Yeah, that little area they did. And then there's Boots on Wednesday night. Boots on Wednesday night at Saddle Up. Saddle Up, 100 South Orange Avenue. Yes. There's always so much going on. They got on the flip cup now. competition that them kids yes. do now. 
Yeah, where you have to flip the cup, you have to take a shot, flip a cup, run and do something. Yeah. Go there with the fishing pole and troll the bros. And, and, and what a wonderful, what a wonderful idea for downtown. To have a country-inspired place that they have a gay night, obviously. And well, they, I think they have it at Cowboys, too, but I don't know if it's officially gay. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like one of those no-homo nights. Right. Yeah. Right. That. They have some like that downtown. More and more places, like like I said, uh, Mangoes. Mangoes. What was the Screams and Queens or Screams and whatever it's called downtown? And that, then Island Time. Island Time is, yeah. Darcel oh. did her drag in the rain. Yes, I saw that. Took her wig off and it was raining and she was in the middle of the road. She loves getting in the middle of the road. Whatever works your skirt. That's, yeah, and it did. Doing drag in the rain would automatically be like, here's a tip. Yes, yes. That's what's so funny about April. When April goes, I've seen when she was at Island Time, she had... She was doing the theme from Titanic, uh, My Heart Will Go On, and she's dressed up, you know, in this, just this white dress with this life jacket on, and she's got little fishnets around and stuff like that, and then she gets the audience to throw water on her. I want to see that. I was like, oh my gosh, it's on Island Time. I want Time. to see that. Island Time does all of their performances. They show them on TikTok, on their TikTok page. Oh, the one that's about to be banned? What? They're probably going to ban TikTok. Who? The government. That happened during Trump. He was talking about that. Yeah, they're, they're renewing the push for that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, the past three days. Because it's China-based? Because they're finding out more about what the data is, China-based. Oh, okay. I don't post on TikTok. I'm a t- watcher. I Avoid. follow people. Right, and I follow people Stop. I know. Yeah. Yeah, Checking absolute you, stalker. Girl. Absolute Checking stalker. Checking up on you, girl. <laughs> Seeing what up. So, yes, like you were talking about, Roe versus Wade has been overturned, I guess you would call it. or Yeah. It's been nixed. It's been tossed. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh like my a good gosh. salad. No. <laughs> like an out-of-date salad. Yes, with like the, with the listeria salad. all over it. Listeria and E. coli. And it's been tossed like a buffet salad. <laughs> I know a few of those people. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes, so Roe versus Wade. And my thought on that is those three judges, that three newest judges, they totally lied in their confirmations. Well, so does Samuel Ali- and uh, so Alito. And so Alito. And Alito also. That is just, I know. That just blows my mind. Specifically, boom. Figure out if there's that's the reasonable solution because it's that's the way they our our founders laid it out. Right, and I understand they're saying, okay, we don't want to deal. Basically, what they said was, we don't want to deal with this. Send it back to the states and let the states it, it, deal with it. It's deeper than that. Yeah, it's more like. We're going to hand it back knowing it's not going to be dealt with equally. Right. And that's the thing. It's not dealt with equally. At all. At all. At all. And in his dissent, there was some scathing, scathing words in there. Yeah. Absolutely horrifying for every American that is not them. Yes. 
Yes, and then Judge Thomas with his opinion. That's the one I'm talking oh. about. Oh, uh, yes, because he, he was talking about, since this has been brought up, that they ought to revisit. Um, they ought to revisit Oberfell versus Hodges, which got us gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Lawrence versus Texas with outlawed sodomy. And Griswold versus Connecticut, which is the uh, availability of abortion pills through the mail. Yeah, contraception. Oberfell was 2015. Lawrence was 2003. Goes back to, yes, which was Loving versus Virginia, which dealt with interracial marriages. Isn't that convenient? Which, if you do not know, he is in an interracial marriage. Yes, to Jimmy. So, yes, that's very convenient. Yeah, to a a seditionist. Well, to a to a maybe seditionist, a possible insurrectionist. Yes, yes. If you're funding it and sending emails on behalf of yourself to state legislatures, right? And people, it's just kind of a little bit of a conflict of interest, but just a I don't bit. know anything. Just a tiny bit of conflict of interest. <laughs> I can't believe, and all this stuff is comes to light. All this stuff is right here. Girl, that these hearings. Oh, yes. Holy. I have a Republican friend I was watching with. Mm-hmm. And even she's like, this is better than General Hospital. Yeah, General Hospital has been kind of boring lately. But she's like, because I was explaining who these people were and where they fit in. Right. And she's like, oh, my God, they're talking. And she listened to it all. And she's like, what the heck? What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. She's like, what the heck? The way, and especially the the last one, the lady, the way the Cassidy Hutchins, Cassidy Hutchins, the way what a Hutchinson, brave woman, very what the stuff she came out with. Now, of course, the other side, the side that's against. I will say on her behalf, though, before she testified, she got rid of the Trump paid for lawyer. Yeah, and got her own. Yes, because she wasn't going to be twisted through the payment of right. the lawyer. Right. I trust her. I thought her, her testimony was incredibly powerful. Yeah, so the the other side of it says, oh, but it was just a whole bunch of hearsay. hearsay. She said, oh, I said this and I said that. But there are some people, what this is showing, there are some people that are loyalists to the previous president. Altus. And from it, yeah. And there are, those people are just saying, oh, it was, she's, all she had was hearsay. So they need to get the people in to back that up, which, of course, they were crossing their T's and dotting their I's, so they're going to do it. Um, But they're able to verify so much data. Yes. These hearings are only showing, like, the skin of the animal. They've Mm -hmm. interviewed with phones and... Mm Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. It's frightening. It's damning. It It is, but it's, it's very frightening. Yeah. America came very close to a thing that's never happened to it before. Yeah. Very Ever. close. Ever. And now it just shows how even more serious it was and how coordinated it was. We didn't, you know, it just seemed like, okay, these people were there for D.C., but it was coordinated. And then when they bring in that, oh, let's get rid of the metal, the gun machine, so these people can come in. I was like, what? I was like, what just happened? Yeah. And so to think that Judge Clarence Thomas's wife was there, 
through the march. Mm-hmm. She was one of the people that organized it. Yeah, and that she was one of the organizers. That she is married to Judge Clarence Thomas. Who's presiding over some of the hearings about this stuff. Yes. Yeah, not good. Total conflict of interest. But no, what's crazy to all that is stuff that's happening right in front of our eyes. And people don't care. Some people don't care, I should say. Some people like... A lot of people don't care. Yeah. It's, it's shocking. I'm like, oh my gosh. But then again, I'm also one person that says, yeah, but you know, our life is still going to go on. It's just sad, though, that they're coming for us. That's the name of this show. They're coming for us. They're um, already coming for the kids. They're going yes. to come for the adults. I'm telling you what. If you think they're overturned something that was 50 years old, Right. They're not going to overturn something that's only been here seven. Right. Right. Sorry. They're coming for us. Yeah. Yes. Do everything you can from every vote between probably, now and then. With, with, if they do revisit that, they'll probably do the same thing where they just knock it back down to the states and say, okay, the states, y'all deal with it, in which there are so many states that, have you know that will not recognize a marriage other than a man or a woman i know and yesterday on fox gavin newsom mm-hmm. the governor of Seattle, had an ad by it was a minute into california really oh it was absolutely amazing uh, because you know they're both running in 2024 right Right. One from this side and one from that side. Yes, yes. Familiar, familiarize yourself with Gavin Newsom because I think he's really made a play stepping right. on the field like this. Right. I hope it works. We'll have to wait and see. Something else local. It's really funny. He's not gay, but he's helped gay people. So I just and it's local, which is something I was not aware of. Was how a legal battle with Disney helped create one of Orlando's most powerful attorneys, that being John Morgan. People are very familiar with John Morgan with his commercials and for Morgan the people. And Morgan 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 and Morgan. If you watch Channel 9 News, <laughs> it's always right before ABC World News tonight. It's brought to you by Morgan and Morgan. So... Yes, it was not just that he he has a pretty uh, rough um, beginning. Um, he, something that Tim no was hit on the water. Everything that he on Disney, probably Reedy Creek Improvement District. It was locked in a political battle right now. You know, it is locked in a political battle now about their special governing authority. But he could never sue Disney World because Reedy Creek was owned by Disney. So his employer, that was his employer, and they had comp immunity. So he was never able to bring a lawsuit. That got mad. That got John, um, John Morgan mad. He even says, I was as mad as Disney as Ron DeSantis is. Um, but that was his inspiration to become a personal injury lawyer and this was back in 1977 that this happened and he also worked for disney 
It's so funny. He worked for Disney, too. He worked for... He was... I started in the beginning as Fiddler Pig in the Big Bad Wolf <laughs> unit. And then I was promoted to King Louie in Song of the South because I was a great dancer. I was ultimately promoted to Pluto for the America on Parade in 1976. So, and then after that, he got into law. So that was really his only other job. What was the first one? The first one was Fiddler Pig and the Big Bad Wolf Unit, which I was like, oh, I don't remember that. They walked Although around. Was there was like three or four of them. Yes. They, they were animals, but they played yes. things. Yes, I do remember now, now that you said that. He was talking about how the Reedy Creek, you know, how um, um, he said when Chick-fil-A, pretty much talking about that losing its special district probably will not have an impact on Disney, the not company itself. And he explained that. He said when Chick-fil-A got into a big row with the gay community, they weren't going to eat Chick-fil-A anymore. Well, you can still, you still can't get into a Chick-fil-A because it's just going gangbusters, and I think Disney will too. But how interesting to learn that John, you know, how John Morgan became John Morgan that he is. Yeah, because he's roughly about my age, maybe a little older. Yeah. So that was the... Uh, the and a I'm, lot shorter. I know. He's very short. So is Dan Newland. I saw him fall off a bar stool at Wally's. <laughs> and then I saw him fall off another bar stool the same day at Whiskey Lou. He's fallen off. And then Song of the Yanked all Splash Mountain that. isn't Splash Mountain anymore. Right. It's now Tatiana's Bayou Adventure. Yeah, Tiana's. Yeah, that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Song of the South, um, mm -hmm. questionable at best. Very, um, yeah, very much racist. He talks about it. I know. <laughs> so, also, something else. This is kind of funny. It cracks me up. Texas Republican, the, the GOP platform in Texas now, has targeted us, which is, goes no. back to, they're coming for us. They are saying that being gay is an abnormal lifestyle choice. Now, I got a question. Is this just random GOP people, or is this the platform? This is the platform. Oh. In Texas, the Republican Party of Texas is well known for its anti-LGBTQ plus stance. But the party platform it adopted this year goes beyond previous ones with language calling homosexuality an abnormal lifestyle choice and opposing all efforts to validate transgender identity. Oh, my. And they did this back on Saturday um, in mid-June. It was reported by the Texas Tribune. Um, they aren't required to follow the platform, but the document indicates the general feelings and direction of the party. Homosexuality is an abnormal lifestyle choice. We believe there should be no granting of special legal entitlements or creation of special status for homosexual behavior regardless of state of origin and we oppose any criminal or civil penalties against those who oppose homosexuality out of faith conviction or belief in traditional values no Honk that the last line no one should be granted special legal status based on their lgbtq plus identification 
I don't think anybody is. All we're asking for is to be treated equally. That's it. That's it. Thank you very much. It's not an abnormal lifestyle choice. It's a choice to be who you are. Which we're all given life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, what really burns me up about this, about that quote, is we don't, you shouldn't have human rights. Just and equal rights. And equal rights, exactly. It's part of the 14th, isn't it? That, that all, you know, we're all equal. Yeah. All men are created equal, period. And all just men. Just to say, oh, because you are this type of a person... You should it's, not it's, have it's rights. Morality You're less than rights. It really is. No, we don't really need that. It really is. Now, one of the delegates, uh, David Gebhardt, he tried to stop, soften the language. He says, we are the Republican Party of Ter Texas, not the Westboro Baptist Church. Still, I don't call. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're taking conversion therapy, and now it's going to be called re, re integrative therapy yes it's just conversion therapy with a different yep. yep another another delicate nate chriswold says weakening the homosexuality language could be caving to political correctness P uh, people appreciate calling a spade a spade a third delegate mentions um sex toys and um <laughs> before and, she's cut off <laughs> yes before she's cut off why are people want look at the they try to why take the underbelly of a culture and use that to say, okay, this is the picture of the entire culture. No, that's just one little small underbelly. Honey, we shine bright like a diamond. There's many facets. Just like, just like the rest of humanity, just like heterosexuality. That's, and that's the one thing that gets me is whenever they're going after stuff like that. But it's like this, you know, whenever they bring up stuff like that lady did that got cut off before she could finish with her, she was being lewd with and, and talking lewd about what she was, you know, describing. Um, but why? Because those very same things she's describing refers to heterosexuality acts also. Yes. It, and she's and she was trying to make it seem like it's a gay thing. Other ones, you know, weakening, saying it's caving to the language would be political correctness. What are y'all talking about? Well, there's a quote from Barry Goldwater in '65 that said, "When the religious right get mixed up with the conservatives and they're in bed together, this is going to be a mess." Right. right. It's a mess. And not only that, now they failed. They they tried to pass, but they failed to pass a law declaring such care to be child abuse and the such care being um, um, government a government Abbott, Abbott from Texas, his order that parents who allow their minor children to receive gender affirming health care be investigated for child abuse. It's ridiculous. It's, it's temporarily blocked right now by court action, but wow, Texas, they, uh, they oppose teaching critical race theory in K through 12 schools. Nobody teaches that. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Who, who teaches that in K through 12? Nobody. It's not even taught in high school. But they had the little thing that last week about the, the don't say gay bill and how they're going to cover it in school. No more rainbows, no more safe spaces. Yeah. Yeah. That you aren't, uh, you, you can't have any a picture of your spouse if it's a gay spouse. I heard that got retracted, but 
it's still it's, ridiculous. It's still very ridiculous, especially whenever they're talking about, um, whenever they're talking about, um, you know, not having rainbows. Rainbows. There's a difference between the pride rainbow, which we all know. You know, the pride rainbow and, and a rainbow and a rainbow. And there's other different rainbows, like say, say rainbow bright, you know, or or uh, care bears. They have a rainbow that it's only four, but it's still a rainbow, so you wouldn't be able to have it. It just makes no Actually, sense. Actually, somebody could have a rainbow that's not the pride rainbow, and then whenever they get in trouble, they could turn around and sue the school, and and that would be the precedent to to overturn no rainbows in the classroom. It just. It really is. I mean, it's like, where are we? It's trifling stuff when we should be dealing with the big stuff. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I've lived here a long time. It's never been this searingly hot this early in the year. And you know what? Yeah. Oh, I'm totally up for climate change because you know what? We don't have, it used to start happening the end of May, beginning of June, every day at four o'clock. The two things would come together and we have storms. We haven't been having them. No. But we haven't been having them where they come together and I'm like, oh, no. It's shifting because the Florida actually doesn't come down like it looks like. Right. It's of a, a different angle, but right. they can't do that on TV and I understand why. Right. <laughs> Took me a long time to figure that out. <laughs> but yeah, it shifted. Yeah. Yes. My friend moved here from Colorado. He's only been here eight months, and he's in Homosassa. Shout out to John. He's like, I've never seen it rain like this, ever. Yeah. So yesterday he was outside standing in the yard, and it just opened up. (laughs) I could hear it, like, bouncing. Mm -hmm. He's like, I am, like, absolutely drenched now. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a Florida rain. That's a Florida rain. It'll go by in 10 minutes when the clouds go by. A couple clouds, and they'll go by. But, yeah, drenching. Yeah. I miss them. Somehow I think that, I don't know how, but I have a, a banner on here that's talking about Batman, the Dark Knight, and Batman, and Batman Returns. And I'm like, wait a minute. And now it's talking about T-Mobile. I'm like, how do they know me so well? <laughs> do they? <laughs> Something that I thought, this is just, you know, because it's been a kind of a heavy, a heavy-handed episode with, Roe versus Wade with local and things happening and stuff. So let's just lighten it up a little bit about Anderson Cooper. Oh, oh, Anderson. Anderson Cooper says seeing a young Richard Gere shirtless helped him realize that he was gay. He said he was so beautiful. We all have those people. I was going to say Richard Gere was not mine. Trooper Steve is mine. But Richard Gere was not mine. Um, I'm trying to think who it was. Mine wasn't a movie star. Mine was more of uh, music. David Lee Roth. Interesting. Mine was all music stuff. David Lee Roth, Freddie Mercury. Um, Those were ones that I had crushes on that made me realize I was gay. Not... Grizzly Adams. Yeah, Grizzly Adams. Yeah, right there. Yeah, it's it's so funny. So Anderson Cooper said he was 11 years old. He was in the audience as 
Gear performed in a Broadway production of Bent about two gay men in a concentration camp. And I remember being like, oh my God, I'm gay. I'm totally gay. I mean, this opening scene is the gayest thing you can imagine. And it opens with a naked man waking up after spending the night with another man, then dressing himself in an SS uniform. And with that, Anderson's eyes were opened. So that was like 1979, 1980. Yes. Mm. No, he said this is Richard Gere in 1977 looking for Mr. Goodbar. He was so beautiful. Yeah, he said that he remembered seeing the show way back when. He couldn't speak. He had his playbill and he wanted to get him to autograph it, but he was too, he couldn't stop staring at his chest. Mm hmm. But 10 years later, or 10 years ago, Anderson Cooper was interviewing Richard Gere. He brought up their first meeting and he took out the playbill and told him the whole story and had him sign it. Oh, so what a nice come around, it, you know, it, it, a full circle, a reach around. Yeah, a reach around. So something else I want. This is so funny. Talking about gay icons. Because this is something I want to get into before we run out of time. Okay. The article is actually what makes Judy Garland a gay icon, but it talks about all gay icons. So it, it explains what she and others from Diana, Diana Ross, Madonna, Liza, Barbara, but then also RuPaul, Madonna, Grace, uh, Jones. Grace Jones, Lady Gaga, Nelson Mandela even. Um, so... Throughout the decade, the LGBTQ plus people have used the term gay icon to describe a specific kind of public figure and impact on queer culture and queer um, um, pop culture. Society. Yeah. So what makes a gay con a gay con? A gay con. <laughs> a gay icon is somebody who what represents the determination con? to be who they are and is unapologetic for it is, who Bru is how Bruce Valanche describes it, which I think is very That's well wonderful. said. Yeah. And... He also says that it's somebody who has an understanding of what it's like to be on the outside is very important. So when we create icons out of people, we're doing it because we realize that they get us. Lady Gaga gets us. Madonna gets us. Nelson Mandela gets us. <laughs> and I don't know. <laughs> that's exactly to boost my character. Changing the face. Powerhouse. Power top. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she was one of the first same-sex pairing um, on Dancing with the Stars. Demi Lovato talks about her non-binary identity. Um, so there's that. Um, but in the way back when, the same qualities were in, like, from the 1920s, like um, Gloria Swanson. Marlena Dietrich. Uh, Mae West. Mae West was a very vocal LGBTQ ally. Actually, talking about this and stuff, it also gets into... A Your gay history. History. Yeah, Gloria, Mae West was a very vocal LGBTQ ally. She shocked the nation after casting drag queens in her Broadway play, The Drag, Golden Age. Oh, and the drag. And then Golden Age stars like Joan Crawford, reportedly bisexual, Betty Davis, revered by queer people because of her campy performances. But they were also, a lot of these people were surrounded by gay people in real life. It was Hollywood. Yes. It's yes. set designers and painters and makeup artists. Then, you know, stuff like uh, Camp and Diva, you get uh, gay culture critic Michael Musto. 
Yeah, oh, he he's says, an icon. He says that not all of them fall into these three categories of camp, diva, or glamour. Just like not all are pop stars or movie stars. They can also be socialites like Little Edie and Big Edie. Um, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. Bouvier. Uh, Bouvier, yes, like from um, Grey Gardens. That there's just a lot of people, Princess Diana, who mix of glamour and activisms. So they says that queer people are oppressed by nature, so we often rely on gay icons to lift us up, which is like that. And I would wager to say that someone else who's becoming a gay icon is Laverne Cox. Mm-hmm. I think that she is on her way to becoming one. And there's Troy Sylvan. Yeah. And Ollie Alexander. The, yes. The whole crew that's now on the Queerest Folk. Queerest Folk, the new one. I can't personally watch it. It's I too, can't either. It's too close. Right. But I understand why the kids need to see it. And I, I think it's being handled really well. I, I understand all that, too. And I feel like to, you know, we go back to Dorothy. So it's Friends of Dorothy, Judy Garland. That, that right. That's from the 60s. It's no big thing right now, but back then, being gay and being out about it was dangerous. So people referred to each other as Friends of Dorothy. That's are you a how, friend of Dorothy? Are you a friend of Dorothy? Yes, and that's how you would know. That's how you could, you know, know that you're gay. And then you ask them afterwards, are you a good witch or a bad witch? Yes. Yes. And then, of course, she died and everything. Um, so, so many. Diana Ross is one. Beyonce is becoming one. But Diana Ross was one. Kind of like. Donna Summer was one. Yeah. Oh, big time. Sylvester. Bette Midler. But see, Bette Miller got her start in in bathhouses. Barbara Streisand, she uh, she was uh, around gay people that were helping her become the Barbara Streisand that she is. Her friends were all gay, Everybody and her Broadway. son's gay. Diana Ross, she just grabs attention, you know. And that's what a lot of Ethel Marmon, lots of people. We have so many gay icons. That, Kitty Carlisle. Yes. Love yes. Paul. Yes. Yeah, I had just posted, and that was that was my first introduction to drag. My very first introduction to drag was Bosom Buddies with Tom Hanks. Um, and then my second one would have been Klinger. I love Klinger. I thought he was a hoot on MASH. He was a hoot. Such and the character wasn't Jamie gay, Barr. but the character wasn't gay, but it read to gay kids. Yes. It really did. It read to gay kids. And he wasn't trying to be a girl. He was dressed in women's clothes to try to get kicked <laughs> out of the armor. Get out. <laughs> Just try to get me out of here. And we've talked about Carl Nassib, NFL, um, who's the first NFL openly gay to, uh, that in the draft. Well, now he is making a donation match up to $100,000 during Pride Month to go towards the Trevor Project. Which is a great project. A very great project that helps people who are, it's pretty much the it gets better, you know, type of a thing. He said that he feels an immense responsibility to help any way he can, and you can too. So he said that he's donating $100,000 to the Trevor Trevor Project's website traffic, it more than tripled, and mostly were first-time visitors. Yay. 
So it's that's just really good thing that he's done. If you want to match donations, you can do that. TRVR.org and then backslash Carl Match. But TRVR.org is a Trevor Project website if you are interested in looking at that. And if you're interested in donating locally, the pantry at the center is open and taking donations. Yes, at the LGBT at the LGBTQ Center of Orlando, they take donations for Pride Pantry. Pride Pantry, which um, really helps, and they also do money donations for Tre- Trevor Project, don't they? I think so. I think so too. Lots of places do. But um, I know Greg's thing at the Starlight Room is a donation for the at the center. I think again. Yes. So any p- non-perishable food that you can donate, any office supplies or school supplies, any personal hygiene inexpensive things that you could supply all those things are desperately needed yeah and that's coming in that's for the savoy on tuesdays at 8 p.m not every tuesday it's every other tuesday they were last tuesday at the porch oh that's right it's jackie o's dirty dirty bingo and dustin yes we have to go back and see him and he bartends on tuesday nights he said or wednesday nights he said he bartends for dirty bingo Yes, we have to see Dustin. Hello, Dustin. We Hello, missed Dustin. you. Hello, Dustin. We missed you. <laughs> well, it's coming to that time again. Ooh, girl. If I can get it to play. Oh. <laughs> well, it's been another edition of Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour. Remember, we are one human family, and to fight the good fights, always swing first. But we are somewhat dysfunctional. We're still one human family. One. Yes, remember, I am DJ Crazy JC John. Life is way too serious to be taken seriously, but let justice roll. I love you. I love you. And we will see you you next Tuesday. Still say in gay. Still say in gay. Come for us, Judge Thomas. We got you. And your little dog. And you let it out pretty. I'll get.